who's telling you uh, that you need to be like everybody else if God healed that person there's something wrong with you why he didn't heal you why isn't it a possibility that you have the disability not as a liability but a possibility Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller, glad you're with us as we begin a, a message called Learning to Live with Liabilities. And Pastor, each and every one of us listening today have liabilities, and we don't like them, we don't want them. And uh, I, I think you have a great word of encouragement for us today as we begin to look at that liability, not as uh, something that is going to necessarily always hold us down, but God may actually use that in our lives. Well, he does. And uh, often uh, we are missing our possibilities because we disregard our liabilities and things that we look at as a liability Mm -hmm. become for us an impossibility where are we going with this <laughs> yeah. as an impossibility, but, but God wants us to know with him, all things are possible. And so I'm trying to encourage us as we begin to look at uh, uh, some of the things that generally uh, we view as something that holds us back, mm-hmm. not as a problem, but as a platform. So that okay. we, we understand that God can use our problems as platforms to promote us into what he wants us to do. And so, I mean, we've talked about her before. Take uh, Joni Erickson Tata. Sure, yeah. You know, I mean, beautiful woman, uh, model, and all those kind of things. Jumps in the pool, not enough water. But look at what God did. Yeah. Look how many. An incredible ministry. Millions of people. And lives have been changed and touched and people encouraged and uh, by her ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that's what I'm talking about. That, yes, she began to say, uh, I stopped feeling sorry for myself and saying, God, can you use this for your glory? Mm -hmm. Wow. And then it becomes Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things, what's all mean, Steve? All means all. That's all all means. Oh, I got you, Trent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And so all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and those who are the called according to his purpose. Hmm. And that's the key. Yeah. We need to find out what is his purpose. I think some of the, the challenge for some of us, though, is we can look at a person like Johnny Erickson Tata and say, yes, God has obviously used her in an incredible way. She has an amazing ministry, but I don't. I've got my own liabilities, disabilities, whatever that is. And I'm saying, God, you can use me if you want. And I don't see him doing anything with that. There can be a tremendous discouragement there. Yeah, there can be, but you got to start somewhere. Hmm. I don't know who said it, but they said, and I quote, the longest journey begins with just one step. Maybe you're looking too far ahead. Hmm. What's the next step? And so what do I need to do next? It may be uh, I need to find someone who has had this liability and it's turned into a possibility yeah. uh, to get some counsel, those kind. Uh, maybe I need to uh, read a book uh, that has to do with this or a personal testimony, something to encourage me to move beyond uh, what I think I can move beyond. 
Well, we're going to uh, spend a lot of time over the next several days looking at this. So if you can, join us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 as we begin learning to live with liabilities. Here is Pastor Ford. How many have ever heard the name Wendy Stoker? Anybody? You ought to Google it. It's just a fascinating, fascinating study. When she was in high school, uh, she placed third in a diving championship. She was only two and a half points from first place. In 1990, uh, she went to the University of Florida, and uh, she worked twice as hard to get on the diving team for uh, the University of Florida. She worked two hours a day and four years to get there. Uh, So at the University of Florida, she earned the number two position on the diving team. As a matter of fact, she went out for the national championships and she placed third. Wow, tremendous young lady, tremendous young lady. And so she carried a full academic load. She found time for bowling and she's an accomplished water skier. Uh, Perhaps the most remarkable thing about Wendy Stoker is that she can type 45 words a minute with her toes because Wendy Stoker was born without arms. What a fantastic young lady. Uh, She said, and I quote, I would not allow my disability to become a liability because God gave it to me as a possibility. And so I explored the possibilities. Get this, she said, uh, I've learned to live with what most people call a disability, and it's not a liability because of all of the possibilities. End of quote. God has never failed me, but he sure scared me to death a few times. That's a powerful young lady. And and she has these issues, and and yet she was able to overcome them. You know, uh, I had uh, a special needs son. He's with the Lord now. His name was Nathaniel. I remember overhearing a conversation he had with another child. And, and the child, uh, which was a little older than him, said, well, you're retarded. And he said, no, no, I'm not retarded. I have seizures. Why are you so stupid? That's what he said. Why are you so stupid? I have seizures. Why are you so stupid? And so, you know, Paul uh, had a liability, and he called it in this text a thorn in the flesh. Now, I'm so glad he didn't tell us what it is. You want to know why? Because whatever thorn is in your flesh, that's what Paul wants you to understand that God gave to you as a possibility, even though it may be a disability, don't let it become a liability. And so he called it a thorn in the flesh, and he learned to live with it, and he gave us eight principles that will help you and I. Like I said earlier, that there are some prayers that God won't answer, and so somebody got delivered from cancer, but you got it and got to live with it. Why do they get healed, and I got to live with it? Why do they get this? And I got to live with it. Well, God says in this passage, I want to show you through the Apostle Paul how to live with your liabilities. How do you do it? Well, there's, in this passage, there are eight principles. But here's the first thing I want you to see that Paul says in this text that kept him focused on the possibility and not the liability. 
and that was an abiding vision of God. Now, it's already been read for us by the Walking Bible. In verses 1 through 6, he's talking about his abiding vision from God. Say, say what's going on here? See, Paul is revealing a vision he had 14 years earlier. And so he had it 14 years earlier, and he never shared it with anyone. So for 14 years, and many believe it was when he was stoned, and, and they believe he died and went to heaven, and God sent him back. But whenever it was, because he doesn't say, he never shared it. Now, Paul, why would you not have shared that you died and went to heaven? Man, I mean, if, if, if he were living today, wouldn't he go, uh, uh, you know, because people are quick to tell you about divisions and what God told them. And I tell you all the time, some people who say they prophesying are prophet lying. They ain't testifying, they test the lying, giving them testimonies. Blaming all that stuff on God that God has never said. Tell you all the time, let me repeat it. When somebody says, thus saith the Lord, what should you do? Make sure the Lord said thus. That's right. Book, chapter, verse, even from this pastor, be a Berean, Acts 17, 11. That was my devotion, my wife and I devotion this morning. And these were more noble than those in Thessalonica because they searched the scriptures to see if blessed and highly favored was really something you could claim. Amen. And so, if Paul would have been living today, they would say, oh, come on, write a book entitled The Divine Revelation of Heaven. Yeah. But he kept it. He never shared it. Why? He didn't want to share it. Well, why is he sharing it now? Let me give you the backdrop so you can understand the background. Uh, anyway, that, that, that Paul is sharing it now because there were some Judaizers. And we're studying about them in the book of Galatians. These were people who added something to Jesus. So we've been studying for a whole year now. And one of the things that we said, our theme was, be careful what you do with Jesus Christ. Because if you add to it, you dilute it and pollute it, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So these Judaizers said, you got to have Jesus plus. Be careful. When somebody tells you, you got to have Jesus plus, saturate that place with your absence. That is heresy. It's Jesus plus nothing equals everything, and everything without Jesus equals nothing. And so then, uh, you know, uh, Paul never shared it. It's kind of like I remember, you know, I do this, and some of you I invited uh, to join me. Every other year or once every three years, the first 100 days, I do 100 ways in 100 days to say I love you. So I do, you know, different things. And so I remember um, sharing it. And I was putting it on Facebook, trying to encourage some brothers, you know, hey, do this, do that, do this, and the other. And my wife came to me, and she said, would you please stop sharing that? I said, why? Because that's special to me. And so I don't want anybody else to know what you're doing for me. I said, excuse me? I just thought I'd help some other brothers. No. Let the brothers help themselves. <laughs> Don't be sharing. And, 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 so, and so I stopped, you know, and I, and I stopped. And uh, I'm on AM 1390, and they told me, they said, uh, why don't you put that in a book? I said, please. I want to sleep in my bed. I don't want to sleep on no couch. What are you talking about? My wife said, I can't share it. 
He said, this, this is, whenever she's ready, then I'll maybe do a book, 100 ways in 100 days to say I love you. But anyway, so he's not sharing it. It was too intimate. He didn't share it. But, but here's why he shared it. Because if you look at 2 Corinthians 3.1, uh, they boasted about the letter uh, that they got from uh, the uh, Judaizers. The Judaizers sent us a letter. Here's what he says in 2 Corinthians 3. Do we begin, Paul asked the question, do we begin again to commend ourselves, or need we as some others epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. Here's what was going on. Judaizers said, here, I have a, I have a letter of recommendation. And it's from somebody in Jerusalem with a big name. And so everybody was impressed. He comes with a letter of recommendation. So maybe we need to listen to them. Paul didn't have a letter of recommendation. So maybe Paul is not as important as they are. And maybe their doctrine is more important than Paul because they know more important people. And Paul says, you're our letter. I came there, led you to Jesus Christ, disciple you. You want a letter, read yourself. Look at the investment that I made in your lives. And so then, in other words, Paul's saying, don't come telling me what somebody said on TV. Because the person on TV ain't going to come see you when you're in the hospital. Because the person on TV, you can't come and say, uh, I need benevolent from the church. Yeah, the person from TV ain't going to counsel you. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and a great word that, yeah, the, the person on TV can be an encouragement to you, but... Boy, you're not going to have that kind of relationship with that person on TV that you can have with your pastor with the body of Christ. We're listening to a message taken from 2 Corinthians 12 called Learning to Live with Liabilities. And we're going to get back to this in just a moment. But want to let you know that we're able to bring you Pastor Ford's teaching each day because of your generosity. So you are on this station because people who believe in sharing the gospel through programs like this give towards Treasure Truth and Moody Radio. So if you're benefiting from listening, if you make listening to Treasure Truth part of your uh, regular routine, would you give a gift today? You can do that by coming to treasuretruthradio.org and clicking on the Donate button. It could be an ongoing monthly gift or a one-time gift. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org and click on Donate. Thanks for doing that. Let's get back to the message. Once again, here is Pastor Ford. So Paul says... I was honored by God. I went to paradise. The word literally means a wall garden. And here's the word picture. When a king wanted to bestow upon you a special honor, he would bring you into his banqueting table, let you eat with him, and then afterward you walk it down in his precious garden that only his closest friends were allowed to come to. And so he says, listen, I had an honor uh, that no one else was given. And so men gave you a a letter, God took me to heaven. Men gave you a plaque, God's going to give me a crown. Men can swell your head, God filled my heart. Men can give you words, but there are no words uh, like, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So Paul shares this vision with them to show how God has prepared him and honored him. Now, I wanted you to see Paul had eight visions that I see in, in Scripture. I've given you each one. And I just wanted you to see by way of Bible study, I, I'd go home and read them and study them, that each vision, now remember it's with a dream and a vision. A dream is when you sleep. A vision is when you're awake. What's the difference? Dream is when you're asleep. A vision happens when you're 
awake. And so Paul had eight visions, and every one of them was preparatory in nature. That is, the vision prepared Paul for something. So in Acts chapter 9, verse 3, and 22, verse 6, it's preparation for salvation. So he's on his way to Damascus. He's going to kill Christians, and God knocks him down off his eye horse, and he sees a vision of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The risen Savior knocks him off his high horse, and he gets saved. So the vision was preparation for salvation. Then in Acts chapter 9, verse 12, uh, God moves him from salvation to submission. So he gives him a vision about going to Ananias so that he could get his sight back. So it was preparation for submission. So what we've seen so far, when God wants, you know what's happening right now? Uh, I'm hearing from P, uh, ministries like Voice of the Martyrs, and uh, Open Door Ministries, two of the biggest uh, ministries to the persecuted church uh, in Muslim countries, they're saying a lot of Muslims are getting visions and seeing Jesus Christ and getting saved. And it's based on these fearless believers who know they could lose their life and they're telling them about Jesus and Jesus taking that word and giving these people visions and whole families are coming to faith in Jesus Christ. We ought to give him praise, even though it is just Bible study. The third time is in Acts chapter 22, verse 17. This was preparation for safety. That is, they were about to kill Paul, and God gave him a vision. Get up out of there. They, they're about to do a drive-by on you. Keep on going. It's like that uh, joke I heard uh, where a woman was walking, and something said, move back. And she moved back and crashed. Something fell out of the window, would have killed her if she hadn't moved back. She's standing on the corner and the light turned green and she was getting ready to cross on the green light. And something said, stop, don't go. And she didn't go. And a car came by and almost hit her. And she said, who is this? Who is this talking to me and saving me like this? And she heard a voice from heaven say, I am your guardian angel. Yes, you are? Yes, and I've sent by God to protect you. She said, where were you on my wedding day? Anyway, 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 anyway. So, it was preparation for safety. Acts 16, 9, it was preparation for sharing. So he prepared him and told him where to share the gospel. And, and, and listen, remember what God did? He's, they wanted to share the gospel in one place, and God said, no, don't go there. Go there. Sometimes we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because even though we want to share Christ with somebody, maybe God doesn't want us to. You say, there are times he doesn't want us to? Yes. And it amazes me because I hear so many people talking about, God told me to say, God told me to say. How come we never hear nobody say, God told me, shut up. Study to be quiet. Amen. Yeah. Mind your own business. And so uh, then in Acts chapter 23, verse 11, there's preparation for serenity. That is, he's, he's, he's anxious and he's worried, and God gives him a vision that gives him peace in his heart. There's the dip of the serene. God gives him the serenity uh, that he needs. You know, God, give me the serenity to accept the things uh, that I cannot change, uh, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's your pastor's prayer all the time. That prayer is over 300 years old, I believe, but uh, I pray it all the time. 
Give me that. And Paul gets that. Then Acts 27, 23, and 24, uh, there is another vision for safety. It is an amazing out of all of these, twice God gives them the vision to tell them what to avoid. And you know what? God's speaking to some of us too because there's somebody that God is trying to keep out of your life you keep trying to put in your life. And every time God puts them out of your life, you run back and get them. Then, Galatians 1.16, preparation for service. God gives a vision. This is what I want you to do. But here in 2 Corinthians 12, here's a vision. All of that was preparation for suffering. I'm going to give you such an ecstatic experience. I'm going to let you die, come to heaven. I'm going to send you back so that you'll be willing to suffer for me. So God was going to allow the thorn in the flesh, and he gives him a vision. Fourteen years. What kept him from focusing on the thorn? An abiding vision of God. Now, Paul, why are you sharing it in the third person? Why, why don't you just say I? Sound like John, remember? John says, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Uh, because he had genuine humility. He didn't want to say, Jesus loved me. You figure it out, the disciple whom Jesus loved. And so he, he, he shares it in a third person. Why? He says, as a man in Christ. You see it. Why? Number one, number one, because he doesn't want you to think he's special just because he had this. In other words, as a man in Christ, I want you to know that the thing that's available to me is available to you. If God did it for me, God can do it for you. And so he says, listen, I had this vision, and it's available to you. Isaiah chapter 6 tells us, in the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord high and lifted up, and his train filled the earth. We saw all that. And what, happened, what had to happen? His vision of God was obscured by Uzziah. And he didn't see God the way he should see. Now, he had already been ministering in chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 but he doesn't see God until chapter 6. What chapter are you in? And who is it that's your Uzziah that's keeping you from an abiding vision of God? Who's telling you uh, that you need to be like everybody else if God healed that person? There's something wrong with you, why he didn't heal you. Why isn't it a possibility that you have the disability, not as a liability, but a possibility? You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called Learning to Live with Liabilities. I mean, we all have that to some degree or another, don't we? And some of us have great liabilities, and we wonder why God may allow some of those liabilities into our lives. But as Pastor Ford says, those liabilities can be turned into possibilities. We're going to continue to look at that in the days to come. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any broadcast, you can come to our website right now and sign up to begin podcasting the program. Just come to treasuredtruthradio.org and sign up to podcast this broadcast so you can listen on the go whenever it fits your schedule. You can also do that if you have the Moody Radio app. And we've just recently updated the app. So if you've not listened recently, go check out the new update. If you don't have the app yet, Go to your favorite app store like Google Play or the iOS app store and search for Moody Radio. You can listen to this Bible teaching program and other programs produced by Moody Radio. The app is free. Again, you'll find it at Google Play, the iOS app store, 
or we'll link you to it when you come to our website, treasuretruthradio.org. Well, thanks for listening today. Thanks also to Amy Rios, our producer. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasure Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Thank you.